0: What's up, everybody? I'm Vaughn. I'm Jenny. Thanks for rocking with us.
1: And you're listening to...
0: Chameleon Love. What is chameleon love? Chameleon love stems from a conversation I had with my wife just letting her know that my love for her will always change. It'll have to change in the season that she's in, in the time frame that she's in, no matter the situation that she's going through, my love has to adapt to her. Much like a chameleon adapts to their environment, they blend in. I have to make sure that I adapt to her love. I have to love her how she is, and as she continues to change, I'll have to continue to find ways to love her as she is in that particular time frame. That's chameleon love. Today's topic is going to be about role reversal. Now That's a big topic because a lot of people go through those transitions during their marriage, during their relationship, where maybe the husband is working and the wife isn't, And then that changes where the wife is working and the husband isn't, which is our case. So we're gonna talk from a first person standpoint, um, but we're also gonna touch on a different um, set of topics in terms of traditional roles versus modern roles, uh, working, uh, stay at home parents or job reversal, and then learning to adjust during and after the transition. So we'll go ahead and jump right into it. So traditionally, The role for the man is to work, bring home the bacon, make sure the bills are paid, make sure everything is taken care of, the wife has what she needs, the children have what they need. But sometimes those roles change to where now the wife is the one bringing home the bacon. She's the one making sure that everybody has everything that they need. She's the one that's maybe paying the bills um some men can handle that some men can't handle that and I think it's more of a perception base more of a person-to person base or case- to-case base in terms of what men are able to handle what so I guess I'll I'll start off so in my transition I've been out of work now for about four months and my wife has been working for two months so essentially she's the one that's bringing an income in now I make sure you know My portion of the bills are paid, you know, how we operate in our household. Um, And, you know, we all still have food on our table and everything. But I'm the one that's more so dealing with the children now, whereas initially you were the one dealing with the children. Right. So now those roles have changed. How do you think you're handling the fact that now I'm the one that's kind of spending more time with the kids in terms of getting them to school, getting them from school, making sure that they're fed, making sure that their bath, uh, that, that, that they've taken their bath um, before you get home or maybe right after you get home? Whereas initially when we first had our first child and then we had our second child. I was the one that was coming home and trying to catch up with everything and making right. sure that I'm trying to you know, help you and assist you as much as I can. Um, but now that that's changed and I'm more so the one that's doing it. How, how are you handling that?
1: Um, I, I, it's quite the adjustment for me. It is quite the adjustment for me. Um, I can say that it is very tough it's very tough for me to process I am mentally trying to overcome certain barriers each and every day Mm -hmm. Um, you know when you were not when you were working and I was at home though it was very hard and a tedious job to care for the children and to care for the household and to make sure dinner was ready and household uh, chores were done and complete and all of these things. And the, the brunt of it was falling on me. I felt as if though I still had quality time with the children. Sure. I still had, um, that one-on-one time with them. I had the bonding time. I had all of these things that you really can't put a price on. Right. Right. And so now that I am out of the household and not to mention working one full-time job and a part-time job, right. Um, even though I'm walking in my person purpose and working in what I've been purposed to do, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Because I feel as if though now I'm getting the short end of the stick where I'm getting home when the kids are getting ready to go to bed. And I'm not getting the quality time with them one-on-one. So do you,
0: do you feel like your bond is changing with yeah, them?
1: I feel like... You know, whereas Ace and I were very close for the seven months that I was fortunate enough to spend time with him one-on-one. I I feel like he's not seeing me. By the time he gets up in the morning, I'm walking out of the door. By the time he's going to bed at night, you know, I'm coming home by the time he's, you know, going to bed. And I feel like he and I are just, like, missing each other. Mm -hmm. And so then he has this clinginess when we do have time together, which is also another thing that I'm trying to overcome I'm trying to understand him as a child but also trying to process my emotions as a mom and a wife and then not to mention with you not saying that I feel like you're incapable of doing this I know that you're very capable of taking care of the household being a phenomenal husband and father but at the same time I also know that just to be honest like men aren't men aren't designed like we are
0: right right we aren't traditionally built to man so to speak the household right
1: and i i I worry about that i'm concerned about that i'm concerned about your psyche i know that the children can be a lot i know that being at home with them can be overwhelming i can i know that it can be quite stressful Mm -hmm. at the end of the day and I, i i i don't like the fact that you're having to endure that and i also know at the end of the day too your sole purpose you know here is to make sure we're okay and when you're not feeling fulfilled in that purpose i do get concerned about your psyche well you
0: know I, I'll, I'll say this it doesn't necessarily make me feel not fulfilled It doesn't make me feel less than the man that you're working and and i'm not at this time um and by the way i'm I'm not working because i was laid off so um it doesn't make me feel any less of a man um but it is a different aspect of me being the primary caretaker of the children while you're at work um I recognize in this season, at least for me, I can't speak for stay-at-home dads, and God bless the stay-at-home dads for all that they do and what they do, and stay-at-home, and stay-at-home parents, moms. Yeah. God bless you all. I'm not built for that. Right. I, 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 used to, we, we used to joke about all the time about man, you know, if you made X amount of dollars, I'd just home? be a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. I can't, I can't do you, that. I cannot do but that. now
1: I think it's it's important that you see that you can't. Like I feel as if though, sometimes. It takes you having to walk in that those other shoes to kind of feel to understand. Well
0: I'm walking in these yeah, shoes they are flopping off me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how I feel. I, I have I, bozo <laughs> shoes on right now and they are flopping off me because this is very difficult yeah. to be used to working all the time and used to, you know, taking kind of a back seat to the children. Whereas now I'm I'm in the driver's seat here literally. And you know having to deal with them all the time and and I, and I don't say deal with them in a, in a bad way. Those are, those are my kids too and, and, and I love spending time with my kids. but I'm, I'm now realizing and seeing how difficult it is to, be able to take care of two kids making sure that they're fed making sure that they are bathed oh, uh picking okay. them up and i'm you know tyson gets out of school at two o'clock you don't get home sometimes till six o'clock right. so I'm, I'm i'm getting tyson from school at two and then i'm hanging out with him mm-hmm. I'm spending time with him finding different things to do with him and then after that at about four thirty or 5 i'm going to get ace and now let's, i'm picking him man, up let's not now, throw in
1: extracurricular activities for the kids you know, if Tyson has uh, tutoring or if he has homework or a project or something like that, you're also taking the brunt of that as well. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and
0: I mean, he has to read, what, 10 books a week. Yeah. So p- primarily, I'm the one reading these books. Which and,
1: makes me feel some type of way.
0: And I, I'm, I'm <laughs> not even I'm not even concerned about that. I mean, right. I, you know, again, this is my child's education. Right. I'll do whatever I have to do to make sure that he succeeds. I'm just saying that it is very tiresome it can be can be very tires tiring um if that's a word i don't even know if it's a word but um it, it you know it, it can weigh down on you it's and so i'm i'm starting to feel those effects and i'm starting to now see what you endured when we first had tyson um you know you didn't stay at home long with him but you stayed at home with him long enough to where I, I, I can now sense uh, of what you feel. Mm-hmm. I, I've only been what I've been out of work for coming up on four months now. Yeah. And technically you've been working for two months. So really it's been about two months that I've been in it kind of by myself necessarily taking care of the kids. So, yeah, seeing yeah. that is, you know, be, being in it is, you know, it's kind of like you got to pull humbling. your boots up. and
1: It's humbling. And let's not forget I, I can say, you know, four years ago when Tyson, when we had our first and Tyson was a baby. Um, I was a little frustrated at the fact that I had to drop off. I had to pick up. I had to do everything in between, take him to swim lessons, take it. You know and mm-hmm. I was doing all of this because you were not on this side of town. You weren't able to do it. Not to mention last year, you traveled the entire year, right? You know, and I was pregnant with our second son. Right. And, um, that right there in itself was very overwhelming because although you know there's a partnership and you know there's not ill will, there's no intent to do ill will to either one of us, um to do ill will to each other. There's still like you you get you, you get in your feelings. I was in my feelings like, "Man, I got to do this, not that." Not saying that, you know, I, like you said, you get tired of taking care of your children, nothing like that, but it can be overwhelming. It can be humbling. Um, and very exhausting. And at the end of the day, you're like, man, can I just catch a break? Mm -hmm. Can I get a break? I need not to have, not to hear my name. I need not to, um, be able you know, want to do much in that. Right. Right. Can I just get a break?
0: So let me ask you this. Do you think the parent that is taking the brunt of everything? Um, at whatever time period that they're in do you think it's permissible for them to be in their feelings and to want to kind of hand you the kids right at the door and say here you go
1: absolutely absolutely and to be honest with you you don't understand until you are standing in each other's shoes like i i think it's one thing to empathize but it's another thing to walk in that person's shoes you know you can empathize with the person all day oh i understand you know i i I, well can't really understand you but i you know i have empathy for your situation and different things like that but you don't know it until you walk it sure and right now we're walking that you know we are literally walking this journey through right um and it's a tough journey for us i think this is one of the hardest parts of our marriage right now it has been one of the hardest transitions in our marriage because you've been laid out before but it hasn't been this long
0: Mm -hmm. you know
1: for this long and into this capacity now what i will say is that i think it's you have to we have to check ourselves as mates or partners you know you have to check yourself because when that person when that person who has taken the brunt of it is at home in it and they have every right to be in their feelings and they may say or do or act a certain way out of character we got to empathize with that person and you have to be okay with the fact that they're just not going to be themselves for that moment you know and I think for me that's what I'm learning with you I'm learning to kind of um, you know not discount my feelings But to take a back seat a little bit and to not so much be concerned about how I feel in the moment, Mm -hmm. but more so try to understand where you're coming from and how you feel. And this is new to you and you've never done it before and in this capacity. And it is a bit much and you have a lot going on, you know, and so I had to take myself out of it. So I do think it's important for partners to be careful about that, because if you are not, empathetic of Mm. the other person then that that bond will break
0: right and And, i I mean it, it it's for men i think i i think i'll speak for most men when i say it's hard for us to be empathetic in what you guys endure in terms of taking care of the household because traditionally you guys job is to make sure that the household is running efficiently To, you know, our our job is to make sure that we have a house, that the house doesn't fall down and that everything on the outside is taken care of. You guys are the meat and potatoes of the family because you guys run the household. You guys make sure that the household is functioning as it should that's something that's different for us. Traditionally, even when you go back to the 40s and the 50s where you had homemakers, they called them homemakers for a reason yeah. because they're the ones that made the house a home. Right. And we went out, we worked, we brought home the food, we had a cooked meal, we played with the kids a little bit, and then that was it. Now, it, nowadays because it's a little different, it it the, the the roles again role reversal has changed now to yeah. where sometimes the men are the ones that's making the household function and 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 you know doing xyz and the and the women are out and working right. and and there's no right or wrong answer to that um it again it depends on the dynamic of your relationship right. it depends on the man because obviously we have egos our egos can get in the way and can cause a rift where man is like I'm not doing this. This 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 isn't my job. We get caught up in the, the stereotype of what our job is, so to speak, versus what we're supposed to do, regardless of what the situation is, and adapt. That brings the whole chameleon love in here is adapting. Yeah. you have to adapt to your and environment. That's
1: one thing I do appreciate, you know, about you is that though this season has been tough, that it has not hindered your outlook on what a team a partnership is supposed to be like sure you know one thing i can appreciate is that i know that i'm not w- good at laundry i know it's not my stand and my strong point and i know that i can depend on the fact that my husband will make sure that clothes are washed laundry's folded laundry's complete um you know when you have extra time you clean up the bathrooms you know domestic you know you just domesticate it, and mm-hmm. you're able to maneuver without me being there so mm-hmm. much so when I come home, I think my ideal thing is, is that I don't have much time with the kids. I don't have much time with you. Um, I'm physically exhausted, right? And um, at the same time, I still have to pour into that energy. I still have to pour energy into our household mm-hmm. because that's, a, that's my role. That's what I'm supposed to do. So that is difficult for me. I am still trying to figure out what that looks like with me working now with two children and a husband. You know, what does that look like? What does that feel like? How do you adjust trying to manage being at work every day, you know, for several hours and then coming home and having to, like you say, man the household and fall into my role? And then try to take the kids off of you. But then I want family time, too. Right. Not realizing... realizing but you know selfishly I want all of us to be together you know but I know that you've been with the children all day so I'm trying to understand a balance in that too I'm trying to figure out what balance how do you balance that how do I get you know that family time with you and the children and also allow you to have your time too
0: I mean, it's, the, it's yeah. the same thing here as well. Like, I also have to be mindful that, hey, you know, even though I've been with the kids all day, we don't have bad children. We have really good yeah. children. Hey, so even though they are busy, and I think that's the part that we look at, like they are super busy and they're always doing something. And, you know, us not being as young as them. I mean, we're we're, we're still relatively young, but you know they're they're active and because they're so active and we're constantly running after one and 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 playing with the other and stuff and and you just get lost up in the in the fact of you we only get these moments for a small period of time yeah. and then they're gone and then we're gonna wish we could run after them and hold them and hug them and kiss them and all this yeah, stuff. So
1: it's tough. And it is, it tough is to think about that. It's tough to think about the good when adversity is so thick. It is. Um, you, you know, I, we do have good children, great children, and we thank God for that. However, it's also an adjustment. You know having children we've also for the last four years had one child right and now we have two right and so you know if anything uh, one was the adjustment but two two requires a lot more of both of us that's
0: man-to-man defense right there
1: you know (laughs) we want to you know you're you know it's it's us it was one on one and and now we're, we're we're both occupied right um, and so that's another thing that, and in that we also have to find time for us, you and I to connect because we know that children can be making or break it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can bring you closer. They can, uh, bring you farther apart. Right. Um, you know, and so I think that's where we are right now trying to figure out what that balance looks like for you and I and our connection to maintain our connection, but to also maintain, um, self-time yeah like you, you need that too you need that self time yeah that, absolutely you know, that me time yeah.
0: so so let me let me kind of back up uh, a few minutes back you mentioned uh me doing laundry and that's my primary role so traditionally the women is the one that cleans the house vacuum iron the clothes wash the dishes Wash the the, the, the uh, you know everything else that has to do with cl- keeping the household clean. Traditionally, the woman is the one that does it. Nowadays, it looks a little different. Um, sometimes we we have friends that the man primarily cooks. Mm. Um, in our household, I do the laundry. Uh, you rarely touch the laundry. Mm. I Thanks wash the me. clothes. I dry the clothes. I fold the clothes, thankful. and most of the time, I put them away. I'm so thankful for that. you know. And that comes from back in the day. My mom didn't play, so she taught me how to do laundry. <laughs> shout out, Mom. Yeah, uh, Taught me how to do laundry Thank when I was, like, that, 12 God. years old. Mm-mm. So because she taught me this, I carried it through high school. I carried it through college. Right. Went to college with a lot of kids that didn't even know how to wash their own clothes. But I knew how to wash mine. So, you know, I, I, I hated it then, but I appreciate it now. So, um, again, shout out, Mom.
1: I appreciate it, too. Uh, for for teaching it. me how to I-
0: do laundry, but now it's yeah, second I nature it. to me. Like I, I don't, I don't mind doing laundry. I know that hey, laundry day and weekends, I do laundry. It is what it is, and I keep it moving. Right. Also, cleaning the kitchen—that's one of the things that I do. Wash dishes and stuff like that. um I, I'm just so used to it. um Again, my mom made me self-efficient and you know and domesticated. And she held you um, accountable for that. Too. She did, even mm-hmm. though I didn't like it, and I, <laughs> you know bickered and complained about it but you know it it it, it did create some good habits in there um so you know when we talk about role reversal that also plays a part as well when you're looking at when traditionally the woman is the one that does the, the 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 clothes and and does the the dishes and sweeps the floor and all that stuff but you don't you don't have to do that so what was your initial reaction when When we were kind of coming up with, hey, who does what in a house? And it was like, all right, I'll do the laundry. I'll keep the kitchen clean because that's what I normally do. And you were like, well, I'll do the bathrooms and I'll, you know, do whatever else. So what was your thought process during that time?
1: So it was it was a breath of fresh air for me because um, I grew up with a house full of boys and it was very hard to keep things clean there, you know where your mom was very strict on, you know, uh, very strict, <laughs> very strict with cleaning the house and things like that. Um, let
0: me re- re- reiterate, very, very strict. strict. <laughs> my brothers, much, Tracy and money could, adjust, could, uh, attest to that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Um, so where she was very strict regarding that. And, um, my mom worked so much to, um, to the point to she could only control as much as she could. And my dad didn't help with that. So it was very hard for me on, on on my end to keep things clean and organized and things like that. So, it was always a struggle for me, and as a result, it's a struggle. It's a struggle to keep things organized. I'm still working on that aspect of life. Uh, yeah, but- we've had you know a few
0: <laughs> a few conversations Ooh, about your organizational skills.
1: I am. I will. I will admit. I'll be the first to admit. I am not the most organized. I'm, that which is, is, that uh, is something that I am working toward. Uh, which is
0: interesting because you have a you have a, a master's in organizational psychology, hey, so it I should can- be disorganized psychology don't
1: judge me <laughs> okay but anyway um i it felt good it felt good for me not to have to do that because when you think about it um from a mother standpoint and a, a wife standpoint mm-hmm. we do so many other things absolutely and wear so many other hats absolutely you do that things like that is is a is a it really is a breath of fresh air not to have to do it and not to have to worry about that and just to add something else, you know, to our plate. It is a lot that we have to do in maintaining the the um, the aura of the household. That's a lot of work. We're pouring in a lot of energy there, um, and so again, because we do so much it is very hard to focus on one thing people, you know, you get onto me all the time about, all right, baby, you just, when are you going to take a break? I don't know what a break is because when we're as women, when we're in it, we're in it and we're in it to win it. So we're Mm -hmm. doing it and we're doing Mm -hmm. until, until we can't do it anymore until someone tells us, Hey, that's enough. You can, you can chill. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So for me, it was a relief that you were a committed partner. You know, we have a partnership. It's not, um, you know, it's, 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 it's not, Oh, this is you, this is your job. And this is my job. We do it together. We go right. and kind of do it together. And to not to mention, I don't like doing laundry, but I do know that if there are clothes in the washing machine that need to be dry and I'm there I'm going to help you out. Right, with right. It, I, I think I mean?
0: we don't we don't get so stuck on, well, this is her job and okay. I'm not doing it, that we're too proud or too good to pick up someone else's slack. Um, you know, that's the same with, 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 with the bathrooms. Yeah. I, now, neither one of us like cleaning bathrooms. No. But we kind of divvied them out and you kind of got the short stick on bathrooms. And I know you don't like doing it. So, you know, sometimes I will help where I can but and it's clean hard. those bathrooms. It's
1: also, there's, we, I think we have to pick our battles too, because people with kids know that it, the, you know, when you have children, it's hard to keep anything clean, you know, especially right. when you have small children, like what we have. So you know, I think right. we have to choose our battles too. And I we used to get I used to get stressed out about a dirty bathroom and different things like that. And Now, yeah, <laughs> doesn't really bother me as much it's, as it. used to. It's not really to. as
0: huge. It, man, yeah. if it if it if it if it start looking like we we, we can't use it, yeah, then you know then it we'll, looks pretty too and, bad. And and you know, but yeah. as long as the floor is clean, the, the kids are the, fed, the, the tub is clean, you know, the toilets are you know good. We you know prioritize hey. you know, right. You, 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 you just got got to prioritize. prioritize
1: you know learning to prioritize and making sure making sure that we're staying um, in alignment with those priorities
0: right so you know? final thought with the transition that's going on um, in terms of just or the situation that's that at hand right now uh, with me not working with you're the one working I'm the one that's uh, kind of man in the household so to speak right now how do you we not lose sight of what our main goal is as a family and um, what our morals are what we stand on our principles of our household the heath household principles how do we maintain it
1: i think you know we remember that we have to communicate with one another and you know you you mentioned that last last night we had a conversation, a pretty tough conversation. And you mentioned that when it gets tough, I sometimes will will try to run away. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, sometimes I'm so I was so, you know physically and mentally so overwhelmed that I don't I don't think I was equipped in that situation or in that time to take in what you were giving me, but. After we talked about it, and after we spoke for a few minutes, we we realized that we still have an obligation to one another. Like right. we don't get to run away, get mad, um, stop talking. You don't get to do that. Right whenever things don't shake your way and we have to communicate with that and openly communicate and you were you know expressing yourself how you felt and some things offended me and some things I didn't like and I have to realize that everything that you say or what everything that you feel isn't always gonna feel good to me but I still have an obligation to listen to you hear you out and one thing you did say in that conversation was I need to be able to feel like I can still talk to my best friend even when i feel like i'm losing or even right. when i'm not in a good place right and that kind of checked me you know so i think that's still that's something very real for us right now right it's, it's it's hard um for me to overcome for me to try to overcome that because you do have your feelings and you are warranted you know to feel the way you feel but for me i gotta stop making it about me You know in regards to that so just continue to be being open in that and being accepting and like you said being like a chameleon you know changing in that you're Mm going to change the way you feel from day to day from minute to minute hour to hour and i have to be okay with how you feel in the moment right you know about whatever is going on
0: all good stuff um everyone we'd like to thank you so much for listening to us um if you want to find us on social media my instagram is von underscore tough that's v-o-n underscore t-u-f-f on instagram d-a apostrophe capital v-o-n-h-e-a-t-h devon heath on facebook chameleon love uh instagram page is coming real soon i promise you Mm -hmm. so look out for that uh jenny you (laughs) want to plug yours
1: uh, my instagram you can find me as uh, jenny grind uh, and on facebook i am jennifer heath
0: All right. Thanks, everyone, for rocking with us. And again, you're listening to Chameleon Love.